This is your host, Jordan Carroll, and welcome to the Sunday Ain't Scary Podcast, the show dedicated to those addicted to living outside of their comfort zone, obsessed with designing a life of freedom, and for those who choose to make every day count because they know Sunday Ain't Scary. What's up again, you beautiful bastards? Welcome to the Sunday Ain't Scary podcast show. I'm having surgery tomorrow from the date that I am filming this. December 1st is the surgery, so today is November 30th, which I thought November had 31 days. Am I wrong? Did this change? Anyway, having surgery tomorrow. They are reconstructing my ACL, which is a part of your knee. Very uncomfortable to walk with a torn ACL. So that is what I've been managing the past number of months since August when it happened. I had a bunch of different insurance difficulties being back in the States from Mexico and I had to try to figure out how I was going to get this operation done without paying out of pocket. It's my second surgery in six months. The last surgery I had I did in Mexico. I got my gallbladder removed and I had to pay it all myself. So I wanted to figure out how to not do that again, uh, not pay for another surgery myself because it can get quite expensive, especially here in the U.S. So if you are listening to this, then that means that I've already had the surgery. So I'm talking to you in the future. I hope that I am doing well and on my road to recovery because there's a lot of things I want to do with my new knee. Let's get into the episode. So last week I talked about the most important qualitative metric in your life, which is the conversations that you have every day. And as I listen back to it, and then I research some of the material that I have on this topic, I realized I wrote an entire article about this, and I didn't include <laughs> a bunch of stuff from this article. So this is actually kind of extending on last week's conversation, which I talked about the conversations that you have being so important, but I didn't necessarily give actionable steps that you can take to improve your conversation. So that's what I wanted to do with today's because it's so important that, yeah, you understand that conversations are really important and you monitor those things and you you know try to adjust those. But here are some actual ways that you can very granularly look at these conversations and change them. So if you're listening to this, you might agree that relationships are the most important thing in your life, right? So when we deconstruct what makes relationships important, we get to the lowest common denominator. I believe that that is the conversations that we have, the way that we communicate. So if you agree with that, humans need connection. Relationships provide connection. Communication is the glue that solidifies the relationships. So then, therefore, the quality of our life is determined by how we communicate. So how do we improve these things? Uh, I want to give you five different ways that you can have better conversations. Number one is to become aware of the patterns of conversation in your life. Who is it that you talk to and what is it you talk to them about? So those are two different things to look at. Who do you talk to the most? There's some quotes about the five closest people to you are representative of who you are, right? So take a look at that inner five circle. Who are those people? And then what is it that you guys actually talk about? The subjects and the things that come up in conversation because the substance that comes up in those conversations is indicative of how well those conversations are going. So take a look at the people that you're surrounding yourself with. Take a look at the conversations that you're having with those people. Really understand what the patterns of that is. Number two, reduce complaining and encourage others to do the same. One of the things that I've really noticed in my life, and I'm sure that you've noticed it, if you aren't aware of it, you can become more aware of it, is that a lot of people love to complain. It's so much 
it feeds our subconscious desire to be significant and and sometimes our conscious desire to be important to other people when we complain. Because if we complain about certain things, we can get attention. We can get intention. We can get sympathy. We can get these things from other people that are emotions that we really like to feel like, again, that significance. Take note of when it is that you complain. Take note of it is when other people complain. And a big time when this comes out is when people ask, how are you? So this is number three, is ask better questions and answer questions better. So if someone asks, how are you? Try to figure out how you can answer the question honestly, but also positively and and with significance, right? So that's your job as a receiver of that type of question is instead of complaining when someone asks how you are, I'm so busy, you know, like, oh, this thing happened to me this week and this happened. I'm so sad. Fuck that, man. Like, talk about stuff that really lights you up. It's like, how are you? I'm amazing. Like, I'm glad to be alive. Like, I'm grateful. I'm blessed. A really cool thing that happened to me today is blah, blah, blah. A really cool project I'm working is blah, blah, blah. So you can answer that question very differently. And you'll notice people, it's like overloads their brain because they don't ever expect people to actually come with a real conversation. Most of the time people are like, I'm doing good. I'm doing well, or they start complaining and they expect sympathy. So just changing that can be a really, really interesting thing as well. And then on your part, when you're asking the questions, instead of asking, how are you? You can ask, what's been the best part of your week so far? What are you celebrating lately? What are you working on that excites you? So instead of like, who are you? You know, what do you do? How are you? It's when you're first meeting people, that type of thing. And when you are talking to people that you already know, find different questions that can direct them to a really awesome response. And it can encourage positivity and not complaining on their end, right? So that's a really cool thing to do. I think that was was number three. So number four is avoid negative gossip about others. There is this quote, I don't remember the quote, but it's something about like successful people talk about ideas, unsuccessful people talk about other people, right? There's, I should have probably found that quote beforehand. But anyway, the point is, is that if your conversations are largely centered around other people and especially gossiping about other people, it's merely just projection of your own securities and the other people that you're with. So if you find that you're like, man, I, it's unconscious almost. Like we go into these spells of like feeling like we need to talk shit about other people. And trust me, I do this. <laughs> I have to catch myself doing this. And this is a, a reminder as much to me as it is to other people. Although I've really, really worked on this to, to not gossip. But gossiping was actually an evolutionary trait because back in whatever caveman days you want to call it when communication had start, first started, you would gossip about other people because they were a danger to you or they did certain things that needed to be discussed amongst the tribe so that that person could be exiled or that person could be taken out or, or you didn't trust that person, right? Because if you just blindly trusted everybody without taking this feedback from others that this person was not trustworthy and they just killed Greg, well, I want to know that he just killed Greg. So they would gossip. So it actually served an evolutionary function. But nowadays, it's less about that. It's more about just really petty shit, like talking shit about people. It's just not a good look. It's not a good look for you. It's not a good look for the other people. And it doesn't accomplish anything. Focus on talking about really big ideas. Focus on talking about in your conversations, the goals and things you strive. Focus on talking about vulnerable subjects about yourself. Because when you open up to other people in that way, it can increase the quality of that conversation and thus your life. And it can also encourage other people to also be vulnerable, right? And speak to you in a similar way. So that was number four. Number five is put energy into conversations with people that inspire you and make you better. Stop talking to people that bring you down with negative energy. This one is tough, right? You got This is kind of correlated to number one, where you're evaluating the people that you're most 
surrounded by and the, the conversations that you're having the most. And you're identifying where is the negative energy coming from and how can I cut that out? It's going to be really difficult because you may have family members, you may have people that you're really close with for a long time that fit into that this category. But if someone is bringing a lot of negative energy into your life, they're talking a lot of shit about other people, they're just a drain, you really want to start limiting the amount of time that you're exposed to that person and that you're in conversations with that person. Because naturally, in that environment, you will sink down to a lower level a lot of times, right? We will start gossiping as well and not even, maybe not even realize it. So put in energy into the conversations with people that you really inspire you. And if you can't find those people, there are a ton of communities online. Start with different communities, especially for things that you care about. And, and you can insert yourself into conversations. Like, there's tons of free shit out there. Go find it. You're using an excuse if you say that there's nobody that you can talk to that have the same exact or have similar goals, alignments, values, those types of things. It's an excuse. With the internet and the way that the world's structured, you can find people. I want to give you a bonus, and this is actually a bonus, and this was also could have been a good fit for the networking podcast I did a few episodes ago. So this is part of podcasting. You realize that you should have said something in another podcast like I'm doing today, and then you add it into this one. So what I think really helps conversations digitally, virtually, and helps you keep in touch with people better is by using voice notes. iMessage, WhatsApp, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook Messenger, all of these platforms now have voice chat. So you basically click on the mic and you hold it down or you press it and you can record yourself talking to that person, right? I usually try to keep these to like a minute or so with people because you don't want them having to listen to like two or three minute long message or five, God forbid, five to 10 minute message. But sending voice notes as opposed to flat texts give more bandwidth to the conversation. It gives an ability to add tonality. It gives an ability to have a better conversation over text, right? Because then you might initiate a voice response from them and all of a sudden you're able to connect with them on a deeper level. Whereas if you're just sending a flat text or an email, it often doesn't have as much pop, right? You can also do it with tools like Loom for video. So say that you have people that you're emailing and it would actually be better if you just did like a voiceover on a video. Loom is a great free tool for that. And there's a lot of different options. Voxer is another one. You can use these tools to have conversations with people asynchronously, meaning you can send a message, like a voice message to them, and then they can read it and re-listen to it, and then they can respond with a voice note as well. So I find that voice notes are just a lot more fun. They're a lot easier to catch inflection and tone and voice. Yeah, text is really good in situations when you just have a couple things to say, but I love voice notes for when I have to actually explain something to someone that requires any sort of complexity. So how are you going to change the conversations you have every day? I have given you the tools. I've told you that this is important. I've given you different strategies. What are you going to do about it? I would love to hear. Shoot me a message and let me know. And until next time, I'll see you later. Thank you so much for listening to the Sunday Ain't Scary podcast. If you found value from this show, please consider three free ways that you can support, all of which will be linked in the show notes. Number one is leave a review. Reviews are the lifeblood of any podcast and help others to find me. Number two, subscribe or follow wherever it is that you're listening to this right now. Number three, share with one friend who needs to hear the message from today. If you're interested in the video version of this podcast, you can go to my YouTube page, youtube.com slash Jordan Carroll, or check out the show notes, which will have links to all my social platforms, websites, and anything mentioned in the show. Thank you. And until next time, keep wandering.